Looking to better balance your life and weight? You're in the right place. Welcome to the Shred Life Podcast, providing you the guidance and tools to become a new version of yourself with your hosts, Dave and Laura Moreno. Hello, Shredders. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the fall. I think I say that every week, but it just feels more like fall every week. It's I'm loving the cool breeze. Yes. Loving the cool breeze. Um, so we are going to talk about temperature today. I don't know where you are in the world, but here we have our fall temperatures. So things cool down for us a little bit. Uh, sweater weather comes out. Um, I think we're averaging like nine degrees Celsius at night. Right. Which is like. No, no, no. I'm not even going to pretend. I would say it's mid 40s. Yeah. 32 is zero. So I think it's about. Like low 40s. Let's yeah. just go with low 40s. Yeah. Okay. It's cold. It's heaven. Yeah. We have all the windows open. <laughs> it's chilly. <laughs> um, but we're going to talk about the temperature of your life today because I don't think a lot of people really fully grasp and understand um, that I, there is a temperature you set for your life and everything in your life. I mean, you set it for your finances, for your career, for your relationships, for your weight, for your health, you, you set this temperature. Now, are you talking about temperature of like attitude or temperature of I'm just, so, a different way to look at it? Yeah. So I'm talking like temperature of um, comfort zone. So let's like mm. when you are in, well, we know this, right? In our house, you have a temperature you like. Mm-hmm. I have a temperature <laughs> I like. Mm-hmm. And that is not always the same. No, mine's zero. Yeah. Well, that depends. <laughs> as, as pregnant Laura, there is definitely cooler temperatures you like. I don't mind cold temperatures, but I'm finicky. I like a cold temperature when I go to bed, but I like a warm temperature when I wake up. <laughs> I don't like right. to be freezing yeah. when I wake up. Um, so but, we're, we're still looking for that butler who will be there to uh, well, We have the technology. Close, we have the app. Close windows for Dave and keep him nice and cozy. No, but even, even when we look at things like um, the car, you know, I remember when we first started dating and I had a car that had a digital readout of a temperature. It wasn't just cold and hot, like mm-hmm. red and, and, and blue thicker. It actually had a digital read on it. And so, and I remember that you were always 23.5. Really? Yeah, you just loved that number. I don't know why. And oh. I always think that number is like medium-ish. I could not hang out with the old Laura. No, you couldn't. <laughs> you couldn't anymore. deal with her. <laughs> but this is it. You had that comfort zone right. back then. Mm-hmm. 23.5 was your comfort zone. Today, 23.5, you'd be sweating up a storm you'd be dying yeah (laughs) and so we have these temperatures we set in our lives so we set it in the car you know what temperature you like in the car and there's a reason why cars almost every car made now has dual climate control Mm -hmm. because they understand not everybody likes the same temperature right and the driver and the passenger will fight over that so Mm -hmm. someone can keep it cool tears relationships apart it does before (laughs) dual climate control i don't know how many people did not Get married because yeah. of climate issues, right? I just don't think this is going to work out anymore. No, I'm sorry. no, you're oh, you're 22. No, open the car door and roll work. out on the highway. Well, they even have it with beds now, right? Yeah, you can set your sleep number. Yeah, but not just for you. You can just set it for your side. Yeah, my so that your partner. That. Yeah, so your partner can set it for the other side because you your sleep my number number might be 23, but their sleep number is 46 or whatever the case, right? And so we we have these temperatures in your house. In your office, we all go to the office and someone will turn the thermostat. I notice this in different companies I go into, but people will set the thermostat to a certain thing and other people won't like it and they'll move it and there'll be this war of the thermostat all day. Mm-hmm. I think a, the most funny like um, YouTube video could be just setting a camera on the thermostat all day and watching annoyed people go to it and shift it one way and then the <laughs> other. But it's all temperatures, right? Now, the thing is we have this temperature that we actually set internally, like in our life. 
and it's a temperature that you run on and it's your comfort zone. So if your comfort zone is, say, 17 degrees, mm-hmm. right? You like it cooler. Mm-hmm. You set that comfort zone for your life and then that's how you run your life. Everything that works at 17 degrees works for you and that's comfortable. As long as it's 17, you're comfortable. Mm-hmm. The problem is the longer you stay at 17 in your life, in your weight, in your relationships, however, whatever temperature you set, the longer you stay at that temperature, the longer you're not going to grow as a person. And what we know as people is that if we're not growing, we're dying. Mm-hmm. There's only two ways that humans function. One is in a dying aspect where things are regressing slowly, however slowly, or growing. There is no medium. There is no, I've reached a level of success and I'm just going to stay here now. No, in the second you decide to stay here, you're actually declining slowly. Mm-hmm. So we need to be growing as humans. So the longer you stay at the 17 comfort zone and you don't adjust the thermostat, you're actually you know, not progressing in your life. You're not unleashing your potential as a human. You're, you're just floating there. So when we talk about weight, we set a temperature for our weight. We get to a weight and we reason with ourselves and we say, maybe this is just the way I'm supposed to be at. Or if you're losing weight, you lose, you know, 10, 20 pounds and you're like, okay, you know, I've done the hard work. I think maybe this weight's okay for me. Maybe I'm not going to lose the 50 I thought. Mm -hmm. And you set that thermostat back to your comfort zone. And what we need to start doing and what we need to get more comfortable with is turning up the thermostat. So if I told you that um, when you go to bed tonight, um, the house is going to be six degrees hotter than it normally is. Hmm. <laughs> if you could only see her face. <laughs> I will not do this, Laura. But how would you feel? Uh, stressed, uncomfortable. Um, I think just majorly uncomfortable. Right. So what would the benefits be to um, us if the house was six degrees warmer at night? None. There's no benefit to it. Not for me. Not for you. Do you ever see the uh, hydro bill? Well, the electric yeah. bill? Yeah. <laughs> so is there any benefit to making the house six degrees warmer? Well, only if it's not using the heater. No. So it is just using, say, in the summertime. Okay. We, we set the thermostat to we just stop using 26 the instead of 22. Yeah. Right? Yeah. What, what would the benefits to us be? We'd save money. Yeah. We'd save energy. Yeah. Um, maybe somebody would like it. Right. Maybe somebody <laughs> would. So let me ask you a question. If you did that the first night you do that, how uncomfortable are you going to be? Very. Right. Second night, how uncomfortable? A little bit less than the night before. But still but very. still very <laughs> uncomfortable. All right. Forward like a month down the road. I'd be used to it by then. Yeah. Because what happens? You're, um, this happened. I mean, we moved to Florida. We lived in Florida for about nine months mm-hmm. uh, when we first had, when we had Bella, when we had our first daughter. Um, and we lived down there because I was working. I was consulting with a company down there. Um, and we got used to, at the beginning, it was nice because we moved in January. So mm-hmm. we moved away from the winter and we were like these Canadians living in Florida. It was beautiful. We were like snowbirds, we were but not snowbirds, old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Still had our youth, but we were yes. living the dream. <laughs> And our, you know, the funny thing is your blood climatizes, your mm-hmm. whole body climatizes to that heat. It wasn't easy the first few days, right? But we were the crazy people in January who'd be walking on the beach or going to try to swim in a pool when all the Floridians were, we're in sweatshirts. And, and I remember we went to Target when we first got there because we didn't have our clothes or anything. And we asked like, you know, where can we find like shorts and t-shirts and stuff? 
And they're like, oh, we've switched over for the season. And I'm like, switched over for what? You it's, only have one season. <laughs> what are you talking it's about? 65 <laughs> degrees outside. They're like, yeah. And I remember when we were looking at houses and the guy's like, oh, this one has a furnace in it, which is really good for comfort. And I'm like, why do you need a what furnace comfort? in Florida? Yeah. <laughs> like you don't open the windows, people. And so, but the thing is you get used to it. So I had fast forward, you know, three months living down in Florida and I remember coming back to Canada in like March or April and it wasn't freezing, but it was cold mm-hmm. and we were freezing. Yeah. Like we've, we've been used to like minus 20, minus 25 days here Celsius. Right. And we would come back and it'd be like minus four and we would be like beside ourselves cold. Yeah. Like how do you deal I with this? I actually remember coming home with Bella for a visit yeah. and I got bronchitis while I was here because <laughs> of the abrupt temperature change. Right. And you just weren't yeah. used to it. Right. And she got sick too. Yeah. So we get used to these things that happen in our life. So if I told you in your life that you had to up your temperature by six degrees, which will make things more uncomfortable Mm -hmm. in your weight loss or in your finances or in your relationships or in your work or whatever, Mm -hmm. if I told you to put the temperature up six degrees, the first few days are going to be really uncomfortable. That's right. Absolutely. And you're going to want to turn the temperature back down. You're going to say, screw saving the money. Like someone else can save the planet. Look, I'll pick up some plastic bottles. I'm just going to turn it down. Okay. I'm going to rather get a second job than deal with this. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But after three or four days or three or four weeks, whatever it takes, you're going to get comfortable with that new temperature. So if your temperature in your life is at 17, I want you to put it up six degrees. Mm -hmm. If your temperature and your weight loss is 17, put it up five or six degrees. Struggle through the beginning, get comfortable with that temperature. And then once you know you can do that, once you know you can go up six degrees, you can survive, you can acclimatize, and you can get through it, then I want you to keep doing that every time that new temperature gets comfortable. Mm -hmm. So if we put our house up to 25 degrees in the middle of summer and you got comfortable with that, next summer, do you think we'd put it up to 26, 27, 28? And it might be rough for the first few days, but we'd get comfortable. Mm-hmm. If you lived in South America and you didn't have things like air conditioning and you're in your house and it was 42 degrees every day and you just had to sleep, you had mosquito nets over your bed and like it just yeah. people do that, right? Yeah. You would not like it at first, but I guarantee if you live there long enough, that would just become the normal. Right. And you'd be like, yeah, it's hot. Like you look at people who work, work in South America, work in Florida, work in the hottest places on earth. And they build buildings or schools or they do yeah. laborious jobs or they load trucks. Yeah. yeah. And they're just, they sweat. But yeah, they're okay. I've seen people like, like when we go down, people. I just and, even remember when we were in Dubai and yeah. we were seeing them in the hot desert in sun. pants and like long yeah. sleeve shirts. And like um, wrapping their heads in like towels and things yeah. just to like one, absorb the sweat, but two, kind of protect their skin. Yeah. But just working like more laborious right. than anything we do here at yep. home, right? And I'm just thinking, how can they handle it? But they're used to it. Yep. For them, they're that's just a regular day. Right? Yeah. The same as in the desert, right? They climatize yeah. to it. You look at people who work out there. Like when we, when I first went to Dubai, I did one of those desert safaris, and there are people out there working, right? And it's just sand everywhere, and you're just like 48, 49 degrees. I remember that day, like yeah. hot. And we were in a in a safari van, like in a, a Land Rover. So we were comfortable. There was air conditioning. But you look at guys walking through the desert, literally with camels, and they'd have stuff on yeah. their backs and that. And that's just their life. They're yeah. acclimatized. So if you went up six degrees, though, how much would you grow? So if I told you, say you make $100,000 today, and I say I want you to make $150,000, you're going to have to turn the temperature up six degrees. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have to do some uncomfortable things, work a little bit differently, because what how you work to make 100000 isn't the same. 
what you did to lose your first 10 pounds isn't what you need to do to lose your next 10. That's right. Right? Remember that. Yeah. What you did to lose your first 20 pounds isn't what you need to do to lose your next 20 pounds. Mm-hmm. You got to turn the temperature up. You got to behave differently. Think a little bit differently. So I want you to think about turning the temperature up four or five degrees, right? Real simple. Get comfortable there. Know the beginning is going to be uncomfortable and you're going to want to turn the temperature down. Don't do it. Keep the temperature there. The day that you feel comfortable with that temperature, maybe give it a day. Enjoy that comfort. And then the next day, crank it up a couple degrees and keep going. And I want you to see how hot you can get that temperature. Like the most successful people in the world, right? I don't think their temperature is set at 17, 18 degrees. Mm -hmm. I think they're running at like 250, 300 degrees Celsius. Like they are running hot. They're on fire. And they're comfortable there. Yeah. Right? Which is incredible. So it's not... It's not, you know, it's not just leaving your comfort zone. It's actually striving to create a new comfort zone. Mm-hmm. People will tell you for so, like you see it on Instagram, you see it on all these memes, leave your comfort zone. The start of your life is at the end of your comfort zone and all that. And we've even done blog posts yeah. about your comfort zone and stuff like that. I remember the guy, the parachute guy diving <laughs> off a cliff with a blue sky and leave your comfort zone. That's where the magic happens. And that's true. But I think we've evolved to understand now that it's not just leaving your comfort zone, it's creating new comfort zones. Mm-hmm. And once you create that new comfort zone, level up again. When you create that again, level up again. It's always looking for change. You need to keep changing to keep growing. Yeah. And I honestly, after the summer we had, I couldn't believe that even like anymore if I tried. It's when when you're kicked out of your of your comfort zone, even, yeah. you know, there's so much room for for the first thoughts and feelings to just be poor me, right. why us, this is hard, I can't believe this, or you can just learn to embrace it, which I think we did pretty quickly, and we started to own our change hardcore. Oh, yeah. And I don't think we've ever been in a better spot. And no. We, and, I mean, when we first started to experience it, I couldn't imagine myself saying it because I was in those first days oh, yeah. of the being discomfort. like, this is the worst. It's I can't sweltering. believe this. Who put this the temperature is, up? Yeah, this is terrible. I can't live like this. And then all of a sudden... Those are all things you've said to me when I put the temperature up in our house. <laughs> <laughs> I can't live like this. I can't do this. <laughs> Who are you? This is not the man I married. <laughs> I'm going to my parents. Um, but yeah, I couldn't... I couldn't agree with you more. Change for someone who used to hate change oh, so yeah. much, as uncomfortable as it is, you start to learn how to embrace being uncomfortable. And when you can learn to do that, that's where all the magic happens. That's yeah. where everything starts to get better. And you're like, oh, I thought I had to work 10 times harder for it to get better. You I mean, I just had to embrace some discomfort yeah. and and get to be okay with that and not make it mean terrible things. Right. Like I think that's what a lot of people associate discomfort with is meaning terrible things. Right. You know, no good comes from discomfort, but actually all good comes from discomfort. Yeah. And you don't get that good unless you've gone through the discomfort. And I can think of so many scenarios of friends and family, which, you know, there's no point in getting into, but I'm just saying I really, really do believe this is like a world truth. Yep. So, yeah. No, and that's just the thing. You know, you know when you hate when someone else touches your thermostat, right? Like, yeah. But sometimes in life that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. When I lost my job and we were just in a tailspin for a summer of what's next, Yeah. right? Even though we have these coaching businesses, we have other things we do. We have, you know, we had options. 
it was so funny because we just kept saying, yeah, we have that stuff, but we lost the security of a job. Yeah. And guess what? Obviously, it wasn't secure. No. So yeah. it's kind of redundant yeah. to be... It's like to be holding on to that thought. It's like when someone, you know, God forbid, someone breaks in your house and you're like, but how did they get in? We had the most secure door in the world. Like those locks were impenetrable. No, obviously not. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, they could move, perfectly be penetrated. Move on from that <laughs> yeah. thought and start problem solving. You did not have a security system. <laughs> you, you had a system <laughs> yeah. that told you too late. Yeah. That someone could, so I had a secure job that turned out to not be secure at all. And... Somebody else in the universe turned up the temperature on our life. Yeah. Right. And we we get you can get so annoyed that someone touched your temperature, or you can go with it and you can learn to get comfortable with that new temperature because turning it down, and this is the other part that people need to understand, turning down the temperature is never a good idea. Mm-hmm. Whenever you get someone in your life and you're like, This is just too much, I gotta turn down the temperature, it's not the right answer. Mm-hmm. You have to find out and here's the most important question, and I think um, next week we should just do our whole podcast on this. But what is the stressful thought? Not what is mm-hmm. the thought, yes. right? Not what is the thought. What is the stressful thought? People, you know, people say things like, um, you know, I was listening to a podcast the other day, and someone was talking about um, the stressful thought, and they were talking about, um, you know, well, I'm just a farmer from Indiana, and they're having trouble growing their business, and I was like, okay, and pushes what is the stressful thought there well i'm just a farmer no that's not what's causing you stress because there are lots of people who would think the thought i'm a farmer from indiana and not have stress about that right because they love that or they left their corporate job to become a farmer in indiana or something right what is the stressful thought and then it would progress to i'm not educated okay so what's the stressful thought about that because there are lots of people who aren't educated and they make a ton of money yeah okay well then it's not that i'm not educated it's that um what if I fail? And so it's not that you're not educated. It's not that you're a farmer from Indiana. Those are all evidence that you build up to this stressful thought that you may fail. Mm-hmm. And then you can deal with that thought. You can change that thought. But when we talk about the model even, I had kind of this epiphany with this stressful thought question because I thought even when you deal with the model, so many people put these thoughts in the in the T line, but you have to make sure it's the stressful thought, mm-hmm. right? If you really want to get to the bottom of the model, don't just put the superficial thought that you think you should say right now Dig down two or three layers and find the stressful thought because that will actually produce the right feeling, tell you what action you're taking and tell you what result you're going to get from that when we do the model, right? So, Well, and I'll just drop in, you know, the huge pro of coaching in there is that this is where all the pain comes from in our world yep. is that all we ever do is scratch the surface of what we think the problem is and try to not even solve it, just change it yep. and say, okay, so we won't do that. We'll do this instead. When the problem, that's not even the real problem. The problem is so much deeper than that, which is what coaching is all about. It's getting to the root of the problem. Yep. It's not putting band-aids on things. It's figuring out what the huge source of pain is yep. and solving for that. And then you'll see all the layers above that completely change. They right. just, they automatically with a snap of a finger change. It's yep. all about solving that bottom, bottom deep rooted yep. problem. Coaching is not a top-down solution. Coaching is a bottom-up solution. Yeah. And people need to understand that. That's why and as coaches we And it's amazing how dig. quickly we can get to that bottom oh, solution. Oh, very quickly. And it's things that people have suffered with and felt so much pain over. Years. For, for, we've had one client who was like 25 years of pain. Yeah. And, 
and we got to it within like six minutes. Yeah. And she was just like, I, I can't believe that. I've, I've, I've thought about this so much. I stew over this every day. Yeah. And, and I didn't realize that that's what the problem. And guess what? She's not stewing over that crap anymore. Nope. She's not wasting her life dwelling on the past and dwelling on what she thinks the problem is. Yeah. She's, She's solved for it and and moved forward, living a completely different life now. And I just think that's, it's kind of getting a a new lease on life. I just think there's nothing better. No, I have the same. And, you know, in the business coaching I do with entrepreneurs and and such, I have people who have been running businesses and putting money into them because they haven't been successful for years Mm -hmm. because of a stressful thought. And when you release that stressful thought, you can then coach them to build the empire they wanted to build in the beginning. I have clients who turn around by seven figures yeah, just because of a stressful thought. Yep. A million dollars plus turn around because of a stressful thought. You have no idea how scary these thoughts can really be. You know, we just think, oh, well, thought's just a sentence in my mind. It is, but when you tell yourself that thought enough, it yeah. becomes a belief. And then that belief is a neural pathway in your brain, which without you even thinking about it, it shows up in every decision you make. Yeah. And that's what's scary is that these things becomes they become a decision a decision maker in your subconscious. Right. And you've got essentially no control over it because you've given your brain the permission to say, No, it's okay. This is what I truly believe. Yeah. And I'm just gonna move forward with that. And that's what, you know, one of my pillars in life is. Yep. And that's that's how I'm going to start choosing and living and believing and everything. So just know that the stressful thought is the issue that at hand when you turn up the temperature. And that's why I think these two podcasts are really going to go hand in hand. Because yeah. as you turn up the temperature, the stressful thoughts will come. Mm-hmm. They're not just thoughts, people, because we have 60,000 thoughts a day. The stressful thoughts are the ones that stick out. The stressful thoughts are the ones that want us to turn down the temperature. It's kind of like stirring the cauldron and everything starts bubbling, bubbling to the and top. And you're like, oh, that's nasty. Yeah. What? Where did that come from? I get a little wart on your nose. Yeah, and it's, well, exactly. Yeah. That's kind of what you're conjuring up in there. Absolutely. So um, next week we will touch, we will dive into stressful thoughts and how those will come up and how you push through them to seriously turn up the temperature in your life, get that new comfort zone and then do it again and then do it again. And once you learn a simple process that elevates you to next level, all you do is rinse and repeat that process. Mm -hmm. When you get comfortable, turn up the temperature, deal with your stressful thoughts, grow, get comfortable. Then rinse and repeat, then rinse and repeat. And you just keep doing it as you start hitting new levels of success. In business, when I do this with clients, it's let's reach a hundred grand, let's reach half a million, let's reach a million, let's reach five million. And it's just we grow their businesses by insane amount yeah. because of these little tiny processes. But it has to do with weight, too, because we set that temperature on weight, mm-hmm. right? We're like, oh, I'm, I'm going to only lose 10 pounds. And then you get to seven and you start reasoning with yourself. No, turn up the temperature, get comfortable again. Try something different. Try changing up your protocol. Try, you know, intermittent fasting. Try releasing, you know, removing one more source of, um, you know, of of the urge or addiction that you have in your life. So if it's flour, if it's sugar, whatever the case, remove another source, do something different. Well, and I know we say it so often, but a lot of people really believe that their weight is one of the greatest sources of pain in their life. And that's, that's what most of their time thinking goes to. That's what most of their, um, negative thoughts go to, you know, they don't get much room for positivity in their life. It just plays such a huge factor in their life. But what they don't understand is 
they have stressful thoughts far below that weight and the weight is just one of the layers above it and you change that thought you get rid of that stressful thought you bring it out and figure it out um, figure out how to work on it and solve for it and that layer just disappears naturally without effort it's amazing so so temperature control people is what you need to know get that dual climate control in your life get out of the fridge Get into the oven. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you'd be so comfortable there. Um, you don't even cook because it's hot. Like, <laughs> you don't like to preheat the oven because it gets hot in the kitchen. I'm like dying of a bad cold right now, and yeah. soup has been the hardest thing for me to consume because right. it's hot. Hot. But, anyway. but you love hot drinks. Yeah. So I want you to think about, when I say turn up the temperature to you, think about a, a coffee. I want you to put some coffee in your body. I have stressful thoughts about I have stressful that. thoughts about it. <laughs> All right, guys. So we're talking about turning up the temperature. Make sure you adjust a few degrees this week and see how uncomfortable you can be with that and how quickly you can get back to comfort at that new temperature without touching the dial, without turning it down. Mm -hmm. And then next week, we're going to push on stressful thoughts, which will be one of the biggest hindrances you have to getting comfortable at your new temperature. Yeah. I think that's great. Awesome. Have a great week, everybody. Yeah.
Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Shred Life Podcast with your hosts, Dave and Laura Moreno. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit theshredlife.com on Instagram at the underscore shred underscore life underscore and facebook.com slash shredmastermindlife. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review and subscribe and we'll catch you next time on the Shred Life Podcast. Thank you.